following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Talking Tuesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game and our favorite chip and our favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Welcome into the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco, alongside Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Chris Beam, running it all in the back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us here on this Tuesday. Give us a call, 888-855-2297. We'll start taking Cowboys Nation's calls. What are you, what are your thoughts going into the playoffs as of this Tuesday and then going into of course the matchup in the wild card round against San Francisco but how is everybody doing? Sweltastic. That's awesome. Sweltastic. Hey, your mic's muted. Isaiah. Yeah, go ahead and Oh, somebody had me pop on, that right there. Somebody had me on call. There you go. Yeah. All right, we're good now. We were cleaning we're the studio. Let me run that back. I'm feeling very deja blue. Ah, why are you so blue? Why are you so placement? Down? I'm not down. I'm not deja down. blue is a good thing. Deja blue is very clear and crisp, and you know, I don't know. I feel good. How about you? Healthy. Healthy. Definitely healthy. Lots. Of I started water. my health kick yesterday. I'm back on my plan. I'm back to working out. Okay, oh, I, I'm, right. I'm glad you're finally going to get in shape. Thank you. you know, I appreciate I'm, it. I'm, 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 yeah. This is my first. I, <laughs> listen here. I told you guys a story after yesterday's show. Song? I am very little right now. This is little for me. This is like very. Even my wife sent me a video yesterday of, of she. It was a subtle. It was a subtle thing. She was trying little to make a hint. joke. She said, "If you ever post a video like this again, like we'll have a conversation." It was a video of me doing like some curls back a long time ago, but I was I was in freaking shape now. I was. She was making a little hitty hee, little hee hee, little joke. But I, the the real message was, you're small. You need to get back to this. Man. So I, I got some work you to do. But I have song? eight weeks. I got sing eight weeks. Your to song. Write. What's my song? Come on, man. You know this song. <laughs> we can talk about the one I posted it. on my IG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one on the the uh, what was it? It's January. It's time to get fit. Oh, it's God. January. <laughs> I sent that to Chris uh, to try and play it on the show, but I don't know if we can because uh, of what yeah. Cowboys fit. Yeah, it no, has popular music at the end as well. Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess we can't we do it. That. Yeah, oh, go yeah. look at it. Go look it up on Isaiah's Instagram story. It's definitely not the y'all holler at me. I stand back on IG. Yeah, it'll get you in the New Year's resolution spirit. Hey, I'm just trying to I'm trying to yeah. catch up to where Mr. Heckma has been mm. for the last what five months, four months, whatever it's been. You still staying on it? The yeah. fat rupsy court? Yeah, he on it. You, I see your 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 videos every day, and you oh, look you fantastic. Well, then what? you should know. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, that, I'm asking for the people at <laughs> that was, home. That, that was an alley oop. That was an alley oop. That was Danny Angus right yeah. there. Just I didn't catch it. Um, man, it was. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I've been doing it every day uh, for 101 days. Woo! Hey, clip. That's outstanding. 401. I'm, I the hustles. I mean, and when this thing does happen, and I'm. I'm still skeptical, but if this inter-squad thing happens, Heck's going to be ready. You know what? He's going to be ready. Let me, I won't be ready tell you something, Robbie. Yeah. Robbie, I'm going to tell, tell you the depths that this goes to. Somebody – they're, they're, so they're, <laughs> No, I'm not going to be ready. So you know I own a fitness facility. There, there is there's some, some track runners, some very competitive track runners, Olympians and all that, that, that come and work out a couple times a week mm-hmm. out of my facility. And one of the, one of the young men that competes, uh, he just missed the Olympics last year. 
he came in and he was talking about Danny McRae. He said, man, Danny McRae said something about how he can beat you. I said, why would he do that? Like, why is Danny still doing this? Yeah. Danny, you stand no chance, bro. Zero chance. And now that I'm working out, I will disrespect while I disinfect you. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. Hey, these legs get moving. Start lighting the flame. Oh, get walk the flock of flame. Let's go. I mean, basically, we're in the playoff mode for talking Cowboys. Talking right, we're we're going to talk mode. about playoff mode. Yeah. But then once the playoffs are over, it's, it's game on. time, baby. It's on. Game time. Mm. I'm feeling athletic. I love it. <laughs> you got one day, one in. day in. One day in, and I'm ready to roll. Heck was 401. Hey, he's got 400 I days. No, no, no. 101. 101. Oh, 101. Sorry, I thought you said 401. Can you, can you disclose how much you're down? Is that, is that a public thing? You know what? The thing about it is, Isaiah, and, and you probably yeah. deal with this every day with people setting goals and yeah. marks and all of that. I didn't get into this for a mark or a goal or it's anything like that. I, it's a consistency. I love it. It's yeah. all about every day. Yeah. Uh, but, man, you know, things are fitting different. Yeah, you, you, you drop <laughs> and, and, the, and I ask you that because consistency is everything. That's it. And anything that you want to do. And, and for those that are trying to hit their new fitness goals, yeah. all right, it's all about consistency. Yeah. For those that are trying to win ball games, yeah. it's, all it's about, about consistency. consistency. You know? Well, you know, How about it's, that? It's another thing. I mean, when I come in here every day, I, I, I sit across from somebody that was born with muscles. So it's just, you know, you just got to kind of try and live. And I'm hey, losing hey. it every day. You, you just got to live, you know. You can't look at me like that, Heckma. You can't look at me across the table from me and say that. What do you that mean? I was born with muscles. I know. It's fine. I was, like, talk, I was talking about Isaiah. Oh, no, 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 right no, 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 no. Don't, what? You don't have I waited to. waited in at 228 yesterday. Oh, God bless you. I hope you can get through it. You thought I was talking. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know you were talking about So did I. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this consistency, though, with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Rob Phillips, oh. a little news and notes from yesterday. What you got, Rob? They're getting healthy, man. Woo! Knock, knock, I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood because COVID is, um, it ain't, you know, it doesn't discriminate. No. It's, it doesn't go away. Uh, it's always a threat out there. But in terms of their health, it looks pretty good this week, and uh, you know Tony Pollard. They Mike McCarthy said they're just being smart with him in the in the finale against yep. Philly. The guys on the COVID list, you already saw Anthony Brown come off that list yesterday. Hey now, it sounds like by Thursday they could get everybody back. Mm. Uh, that includes Micah Parsons. That includes Tyron Smith. Um, maybe J. Ron Curse. You know, it could be later in the week. We'll see. But for a team that's playing into January 11th. You know, sometimes when you get to the Super Bowl, the final injury report doesn't have anybody on it. It's like, yeah, okay, okay, you got guys who are hurt, yeah. but they're going to play game of their life. The Cowboys legitimately are very healthy right now, and that is pretty unusual for this time of year. This this was the hope, though. Uh, we go all the way back to the Arizona Cardinals preseason game when Gallimore got hurt. Right, mm-hmm. we were like, oh crap, here we go. Right, he, he was our first, he was the first blow, especially and, after last year. Yeah, after last year, he got hurt, and then it was TP got hurt and Gregory, and we had all these guys get hurt, and we started trying to look at the time spans. We were looking at like, hey, when is everybody going to kind of start coming back? And we were kind of projecting, kind of like towards the end of the season, last four games, we're hopeful, and then it started happening. Right, it started happening, and now you're you're, you're like the juggernaut. You're building momentum into the playoffs. Not only did you build momentum in this last game, but now you built momentum with confidence, and now you're building momentum by getting all your guys back and you having your complete depth at every position yeah. heading into the most important portion of the year, and the Dallas fans should feel good about that. Yeah, and the fact that everyone, every team, every playoff team is coming in with nicks and bruises and guys that are not going to be healthy at all until mm-hmm. after yep. the Super Bowl. Uh, and look, if for us, 
And, and like you just said, outline, that was what we were talking about the whole time. But mm-hmm. I think last game, man, there were players like I, uh, Randy Gregory in particular. You know, I've seen him come up a, a few times. I don't know if the calf yeah. is still bothering. But he's he's one of those pieces going into the playoffs, guys, that, man, we're going to need this guy uh, being on his A game, and especially with what we have uh, coming uh, this Sunday. So that health and everything that we've been talking about and COVID stairway, mm, uh, we, no just gotta, we just got to get yeah. through these first couple of weeks and, and possibly, obviously, if you can get into – Super Bowl, baby, you, you got a few weeks before that. And they were they you know, they they played to win that game. Most of the starters played, yeah, right. yep. but they were mindful of certain guys. Obviously, Zeke didn't play the full game. Randy Gregory, Mike said, was on kind of a snap count, and he's been dealing with some nagging minor stuff all year. He's kind of had a knee thing he's had to deal manage throughout the season. Yeah. So yeah, mindful just trying to get to this point. I actually just got curious and I looked at the number of guys who have had snaps on this team. Mike McCarthy has told us a thousand times, 77 for Green Bay. According to this document that I have, Mm. 72 have played, you know, some of of it's just special teams, but they have had to reach into their bag, man. And and some of it is, you know, an expanded practice squads, but they've got a lot. They dealt with COVID, they dealt with injuries, and to to win 12 games with some of the stuff they've dealt with, uh, very impressive this year. I'd have to go back and look at it and kind of see exactly the way the roster was made up for that Green Bay team that he won the title with back a decade ago. And, I, I mean, I would be willing to say that I don't think they were this healthy going into the playoffs. I, I want to know, and this would be a question I would ask Mike in a press conference, but it would be, is where does this this team rank compared to the others that you've taken to NFC Championship games, to Super Bowl games, in terms of health going into the first round of the playoff? Because it's hard to get much healthier than what the Cowboys are dealing with. That's a great question, and I, I think this team's v- way more healthy. Uh, yeah. They had, they had guys... Guys in the teens, I think, on IR when they played the Steelers here in the Super Bowl. So, and that, you know, I don't think they had returnable IR back. They didn't even have Woodson. That is, did they have? I want to say he played in that game, but you could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. But they were really, they were really banged up. Really banged. That's right, because their offensive linemen were hurt in that game too. They didn't have all their their front five, and then Aaron (laughs) Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. But yep. uh, Where does? The Cowboys coaching staff stand on COVID right now. Are they doing anything specific? Did Mike kind of allude to anything yesterday in the press conference about whether or not they're going to take extra measures to try and keep COVID away? He just reiterated that uh, next door is an option. (laughs) If you want to use it, not forcing anybody to use it. Friends and family. (laughs) Friends and family can continue to test. um, And I, I think there's probably, there's guys doing that right now. You know, I don't know. It's not the full team necessarily, but but certainly staff members and you know their video department got hit hard over the mm-hmm. weekend. They actually kind of had to delay getting started on their their you know getting ahead on prep because guys were out with COVID. So it's a real deal. Keep it away, as Hex said. Keep it just shoo. Go. Just get out of bubble there. Boy. <laughs> bubble bubble <laughs> bubble boys. Yeah. So kind of keeping on the same track of, of Mike McCarthy and this coaching staff. I, I mean Isaiah, I'll I'll start with you on this yeah. one. But how much does having a coach who's been there and done that before help out the the mindset of a team going into the playoffs? It's one of the big reasons why he was hired here in the first place, is the fact that he has been to the mountaintop. He has won a Super yes. Bowl title. <clears throat> now it's his time to kind of show that. 
ex- yeah, to, to pull that card yeah. and say, here's how we get there. How much does that factor into a player's mindset and a player's preparation Huge. throughout a week? Huge. And I, that, I think uh, Mr. Jones and the rest of the crew that makes decisions on who comes in here as the coach and the leader of this organization um, knew that. And I think that was their game plan coming into this the last year, obviously, and then now this year, that the top two coaches on this team have won Super Bowls. That's, that's facts, right? Mm-hmm. Coach McCarthy and Dan Quinn. Both of those guys have won Super Bowls. One of those guys has, has perspective of what it's like to lose opportunity on, in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So you have the two top people, the top leaders on your, in, in your organization in terms of coaching know what it's like to win and what it's like to lose a Super Bowl. That perspective, I always use, use the analogy of question marks, right? Question mark leaves room for doubt. That's why I don't like question marks. You don't go about your life with question marks. You try to make sure that you go, you set a goal, and you attain a goal. And anything that's that's in the form of a question mark leaves room for error. And you don't want to allow for that. So now, as players are now looking towards the, towards the playoffs, and players are start looking at game plans and how is coach do, setting up the practices, and are we wearing tearing too much? Are we not practicing enough? Are we watching enough film? All those questions can really get put aside. And the reason why they can get put aside because your two top leaders on in your team, on your organization, know what it's like to win. And they know that they have a game plan. They've executed a game plan previously that has led them to walking away with the, the ultimate trophy in this league. That's a great point. Yeah, those anecdotal accounts, I think they, they're going to uh... – this, this young team is going to reap the benefits mm-hmm. of that. And you just heard Jerry Jones talk about what it meant to bring in a, a coach with experience. But the truth is, if you hadn't been there before, you don't know. And when you have a young team like this, um, and you talk about those question marks, there's only one guy on this team that has a Super Bowl mm-hmm. ring, as we pointed out yesterday. A guy that's been far uh, in the playoffs and knows what it means to play each and every week through the playoffs. And so I, I, I find it fascinating when you have a team as young as this and them having to experience this together. Uh, if you've never been to the mountaintop together, then all of those question marks, yep. they're going to be there anyway. Yep. You know, how do you experience this? And, and you're going to rely heavily on that experience. A guy that has gone to the mountaintop and I don't want to say fell off, but, you know, look, they lost it. Off, yeah. yeah, and it's one of those, it's how do you combat or tell the story about I had it in my hand. It was right there. He, he, he has perspective that Coach McCarthy doesn't exactly. have. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's what I look. I just I just feel like when those things that you just outlined, that's a that's a one of the that's a benefit for us. But I think, man, for all of these guys and as young as this locker room is, they just they're going to have questions. And Mike was asked about that yesterday. I think it was Brad Sham. He asked a great question about how if a young guy comes up to you, being that you've made it to the mountaintop and ask you, what's the difference between the regular season and the playoffs? And I thought he had a really good answer about it. I'm actually blanking on what You're blanking his on it. Was. Oh, it was it was it was about the intensity of. I thought you had it up in front of you. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I it, it was basically about how the intensity of everything was is ramped up. Mm-hmm. It's it's just immediately elevated. It's go. I mean, there's no adjustment period. There's no <laughs> wait time. It is immediately playoffs. Have at it. Yes. And also, he kind of talked to the pa- the fact that you don't get any easy tests anymore. Mm. Every team's going to give you their best. Every team's going to scheme up everything they possibly can against you. And the competition gets better along the way as well. And it's kind of what we had talked about last week. I mean, he knows what it takes to get there, and now he's got a little young roster to get there as well. No, I love that. And he said something about, you know, just – 
make he made an example of having a game where you made some of your best plays and just say that's the entire game is like yeah. that. <laughs> so like that just that speaks to the the heightened intensity that goes into playoff. There's certain aspects of a game during a regular season where you can feel the intensity level rise. And for those that watched the the Raiders game versus the Chargers, everybody felt the the anxiety. Everybody felt that tension of oh yeah. crap, every play matters. Mm-hmm. That is every play in the playoffs. That's what's so crazy about it. The the preparation when you're getting taped up, you're you're focused, you're locked in for the teams that are that are gonna go far. Those teams are locked in. When you're watching film, you are you're dialed in. You're watching for any little thing that's gonna give you an advantage. Now people are gonna say, well, shouldn't you be doing that during the regular season anyway? Yes, you you are and you do, but it's heightened. Yeah. Right. You recognize that our walkthroughs lock in. Hey, 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 stop clowning around. Let's go. Like we're locked in. Everything matters. Your preparation is everything. And Man, when you get to the doggone game, man, you are you are juiced, you're juiced, and and, and when you make those plays, you're hyped. But it's like I, I got I have to do it again. That one play is not going to change the game because everybody's going to have a big play every game. Um, you, you know, I, I hate to even bring up an example of I don't believe in anything over a hundred percent. I believe that your hundred is your hundred, and if you do, if you go harder than what what happened before, wasn't wasn't your hundred mm-hmm. percent. So most people will say, I'll give one hundred and ten percent in the playoffs. Give your 100. And guys, you're going to feel that. Guys are going to be going out there giving it their all. They're complete everything, every play. And guess what? If I'm gas, get me out of there and get me back in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saving anything for the next play. I'm not, I'm not worried about the next player or the next series. I'm worried about the right now. That's why I think that there's value. Like you mentioned, that playoff mode. Teams that are in that playoff mode, like the Raiders, there's somebody to watch in the postseason because they're already in that that mindset. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's important what the Cowboys did. Yes. Keep playing. Yep. Play for, even if you don't play everybody the whole four quarters. Just stay in that mode. And you're seeing some of these wildcard teams get – Farther in the NFL playoffs than they used to. Some of it is parity. You know, the teams, mm-hmm. you know, the, the buy teams aren't head and shoulders above what it used to be in the 90s, like when the Cowboys were getting buys back then. But but I do think having that mode and keeping that edge is important. And that's, that's why it was important man. to Mike. That goes back to the argument of rest versus rust. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and how do you go into the playoffs? And I love what, uh, what Jerry said today about. Dak, he was like, I wasn't surprised that Dak played for four quarters. We knew he was going to play for four quarters because it was important that we got the momentum going. Didn't I didn't care anything about what Philly was doing. Yep. It was about us. It was about the momentum that we go into the playoffs with. And they're so there are teams like the Raiders that you point out that they understand that and they're taking that approach. And you saw it uh, last Sunday. And I, w- I wish I could sit in on those meetings with Coach McCarthy and Dan Quinn. In terms of their 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 conversation revolving around the game plan and and, and the and the ex- specifically yeah. this week or just any time this week, this yeah. week going going into the playoffs because you know they're sitting there talking okay this is what I've done, All right what what have you done, right what, what what have you done in terms of practice schedule what have you done in terms of wear and tear you know what, what was your approach versus what was my approach and I would love to just be in there I don't know fly people say flying the wall flies can't hear so uh, I would love to sit <laughs> up there I've never heard that it's a what? thing it's a thing uh, but I would love to <laughs> You know that? Mm-mm. I'm yeah. not gonna touch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would love to be a part of those conversations. Can, can you imagine the the depth of those conversations? Yeah, oh, that, I'm sure. And that's why that's why Dan Quinn is trying to get plucked from our staff mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for that very reason, because of his knowledge and yeah. you know, and going into this week and how do you approach it? What did you do? Yeah. You know, how was how healthy was your team going into Super Bowl week or going into the playoffs? Yeah, you're right, man. There's a lot of knowledge on this staff, not only with those two, but guys like George Edwards. Yep. Yes, yeah. Joe Witt Jr. Yeah, there's a lot of knowledge. Ben McAdoo. On this staff. I mean, they, the list goes on and on. It goes back to what we talked about in the summer. 
This is where your coaching staff, being as experienced as they are, comes into play. When you have a healthy team, you have a little bit of momentum, and of course you've got a favorable matchup, or at least uh, you're in the tournament. Let's just say it that way. This Cowboys Nation needs to understand that this, as much as everybody talks about the players, this is going to make a difference. This is the most stacked coaching staff in the league. Mm. And nobody wants to talk about that. Are this, you confident about the way that they can handle in-game absolutely. situations, though? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I am. I, as confident as people are about the personnel on this team, right? That we, there's no doubt that this is probably the most talented team in the NFL. There's a handful of other teams that have a lot of talent. You talk about the Rams. You talk about Tampa Bay. Those teams are very talented. However, this is the same conversation that people are having about the personnel, they need to have the same conversation about this coaching staff because that is going to make just as much of a difference in the playoffs than the personnel on the field. Absolutely. And people need to identify that. They need to recognize that and give these coaches their credit because this is when they really get – they earn their checks during the playoffs. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And it's going to be something that shows its head as soon as Sunday because they're either going to win you a game or lose you a game at the same time because they're going to push just as much as the players do. All right, when we come back on Talking Cowboys, give us a call, 888-855-2297. We'll answer your questions. How are you feeling heading into the wild card round against San Francisco when we come back after the break? There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. We're turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team because it's a great people, great pay replay here yeah. on Talking yeah, Cowboys. You can join damn. him to do great work with great people for God great pay damn. and apply right now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Hey, Beamer, you need any printed paper back there? <laughs> <laughs> Got a whole ream. 
What's up, Hank? I know I haven't gotten a new one yet. Bro. But why? I'm sorry. People go through the trouble of getting you gifts and <laughs> money clips. Bro. What are you, you and then it bro. got bigger. And then, yeah, what did you got bigger? I don't want to get into details, but it's the wallet got bigger. It's been rough. Come on. I know. I haven't, I haven't yeah. gotten outside. There has Come to be on. elastic Jeez. in that back pocket. <laughs> He's you're going to be on the walker here pretty yoga soon. Pants. You're going to be coming through this thing like that. Crutches? Yeah. I'm back in. Call these jeans. Left these are yoga jeans. That's why I left it in my car yesterday. It's like, I don't want to go through this. This weekend. Oh, this weekend. This weekend. I will. Yes, I will put the great gifts and I'll put them to you. You'll be crying. That's <laughs> awesome. Jesus. That's awesome. All right, we're taking Cowboys Nation's call. What are your feelings going your into the playoffs this yeah, week? Let's start with Bob in Nashville. Bob, you're on Talking Cowboys. How's it going? Good, fellas. How are y'all doing? Good. Fantastic. Oh, How are you? For the accent. I'm glad it's there. Good. Looking forward to the playoffs, that's for sure. Absolutely. Hey, um, Two things that I've been worried about all year, and I think they're really going to be tested um, this week, and that is our run defense and our running game. Um, you know, I've been worried about those all year. We've been able to kind of get around them, but those are my two big worries. But one question I have, and probably more to Isaiah since he's uh, been to the Super Bowl and all, um, teams usually have their, you know, their base defense or their, their you know, their systems. Do teams going into the playoffs and then into the Super Bowl later on, do they change some of that, or do they stick to what's been true, and you know, to for them all year, or do they really adjust some parts of their game to kind of throw off the other team, or do they just stick with what they they know and what they've done all year? Uh, that's my question, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, having the show, and uh, I'll listen to your, uh, to your response. Appreciate the question, Bob. Um, great question. So you are who you are. By this time of the year, you are you who you are, and it's not the time to experiment. If that helps you, it helps you understand the the thought process of going into the playoffs. Now, do you still scheme up things that are going to give you an advantage over that particular team? Absolutely. If you know that there, there are some things that you identify on film that are disruptive to what they are trying to do, um, then obviously you make those adjustments, but you still do it within the scheme of your base defense. Um, approaching this game coming against the 49ers, obviously we'll talk more. The 49ers do a ton of misdirection. That's not something that Dallas has been necessarily great about. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you're going to put your guys in position to be successful in that regard, and you're going to make it a point all week long to trust your eyes. Trust your eyes, trust your assignments, everybody be where they're supposed to be. So it's more of a heightened focus in terms of how to execute your assignment more so than it is, hey, we're about to change everything that we do, and now we're going to put you guys in an element where you guys are no longer confident. Now you're having that question mark, is this going to work? You want to remove all question marks. This is what we do. Do what you've been doing all year long. Now you see that dude back there, number 19? Yeah, we need to circle him and keep your eyes on him, but this still do what we do. Yeah, why would you get to this point and change anything that you've done to be, you know, to be successful? Uh, obviously, all both all of these coaches are going to scheme it up and try and disguise all day, all night. Um, but I just don't see Dan Quinn going with anything exotic that we hadn't seen before to try and mix this thing up mm -hmm. uh, at the last minute. I do believe that obviously, offensively, our sticking to what got us here. What are, what are going to be some of our strengths? They understand with the defense like the 49ers that's going to attack them, that they got to run at it. You have mm -hmm. to have some success in the running game to slow these guys down. So, look, I, I'm with you, uh, Isaiah, in that, uh, to, that, uh, to that point that you don't get here and do an overhaul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> maybe there's, there's examples of Bill Belichick 
doing something completely different in a Super Bowl that we've seen. He did that against the Rams. But yeah, I think Mike McCarthy's spoken to this. When you get to this point in the season, it's about execution. You know, it's NBA play. I'll do an NBA comparison again, heck. It's like by this point, everybody knows what you're running. You just got to, you know, how do you execute? You know, and so there are wrinkles involved, but I think you still have to stick to what has gotten you to this point. Um, to, to, I'm not convinced that's not Doug Nussmeyer across the hall calling us. He, he just loves the show. Bob Nashville. But Bob, thanks, Bob, for the call. Bob from he, he, we'll get into the 49ers running game, but that's a great point. Um, they are at 499 carries this year. That's tied for fifth in the league. They want to run yeah. the football. Mike McCarthy spoke to this yesterday. The Cowboys want to run the football, too. Mm-hmm. And people might roll their eyes at that because, look, Kellen Moore – they want to sling it around. They've got all these weapons on the outside. Cowboys are at 473 attempts. That's near the top of the league in terms of rushing. So both that? teams want to establish that. The Cowboys just have not been able to establish that with as much consistency down the stretch as they would like. Mm. Week 18 was a was a step forward. Sure. Uh, we'll see if they can build on that. Well, and you also talk about on the other side of things, on the defensive side, they haven't been able to slow it down very much either. And that was one of his initial concerns was the run defense as well going up against what San Francisco is going to bring to the table. He kind of talked about how that is a weaker side of your defensive unit is stopping the run, and San Francisco, being a team that has run the ball 500 times this season, is going up against a team that's given up at least 100 yards in, what is this, 10 of their last, or 11 of their last 12 games of the season they gave up 100 yards rushing. Mm. So does your confidence level waver a little bit when you talk about the run defense? Not at all. Uh, not at all. And, and the reason being is that for as much as our defensive line or our team is looked at as a pressure defense that gets out to the quarterback, mm-hmm. I think you have guys like Tank Lawrence that that's their stick. That's their, just his strong suit is stopping the run. As much as he is, you know, a, a get after your quarterback kind of a guy, he can, he, he's, man, he's the guy to stop the run. I, where I'm, I think I have the most hesitancy is in our line. What are we going to do with our linebackers? Yeah. You know, how physical <laughs> can they play? I, I, L, LVE is going to have to be yep. physical. Physical yep. this game because of the way that the 49ers offensive line, which is their strength, and they get to the second level and they punish you yes, they once they're do. coming downhill. But when you switch it the other way around, I think the 49ers defense, whew, they just got some guys uh, on their front line that you could tell their defense coordinator, D'Amico uh, Ryans, is doing a wonderful job uh, with the way that he disguises things. And when you can bring pressure from up front and not have to bring any of your guys uh, any blitzing, then that's – Man, that's definitely – man, that's just a good thing yeah. for your defense coordinator. Isaiah? Yeah. Uh, defensively, in terms of scheme, you know, to, to Heckman's point, I just think guys have to get upfield. They have to get upfield. They have, you have to get penetration. If you don't get penetration against San Francisco, it's hard because I want to talk about a lot of details. Uh, if you don't get penetration against the San Francisco 49ers, you're going to struggle. And teams come into the games, from, from obviously from through film, against San Francisco, knowing that they do a lot of misdirection, and now all of a sudden you start looking around. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I don't remember what team we were facing, but you start looking around. If you're so concerned about what direction they're going and who has the ball, now you're no longer coming downhill. Now your body position is now in a stand-up position. And now those offensive linemen that want to punish you have the leverage. Now they're able to get get on half a man instead of, you know, having to take on a full man. And they can use momentum, you know, against you. And now those offensive linemen get up to the second level, like you're talking about, Hekma, and now you have 300-and-something pounds trying to take on 240 pounds, 250 pounds. Big difference, right? When those 
those guys have the leverage. Your linebackers are standing around, looking around, trying to figure out where the ball is at. Oh, crap, there's the ball. Oh, by the way, there's a lineman who's been running for the last four yards that's about to take me head on. That's what you can't allow. You can't allow them to dictate the pace and the direction of this game. Your guys, Gallimore, Hamilton, Osa, all those boys, challenge has been handed out to you. Get out here, get upfield, allow your your linebackers to play downhill because if your linebackers are playing, looking around, it's going to be a day. Yeah, you're kind of in a tough spot at that point. And late Vander Esch, Keanu Neal played very well in the the game against Philadelphia. You add Micah Parsons into that mix, but it's not necessarily a deep group at the second level for your linebackers. It's, it's the physicality kind of that has to be there, and that's what Parsons brings. It's and the, if they're banged up, how much how much physicality can they bring? I don't know. They got to find it. Got to find it somewhere, right? <laughs> got to find it. Got to be. It's got to be a key. All right, Mike from New York is on the line. Mike, how's it going? You're on Talking Cowboys. How's- What's going on, guys? I uh, think a key is to our postseason is uh, penalties. We got to cut down on them penalties. We we're one of the most penalized teams, and it's 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 about all about being disciplined. And it's and you know, I I don't know. I say I think that that's my biggest key. I'm pretty confident going in. San Francisco's tough, but we'll see. <laughs> I agree completely. Uh, thank you for the call, Mike. And he, I mean, he makes a great point there about how. Penalties are going to decide games, especially when you get to the playoffs, because you cannot beat yourself. Have they figured this out yet? Probably. There's no way to tell, right? There's no way to tell, even though they had a better game against Philadelphia. Yeah, we, we talked about it. I mean, there's three games where you look at it and you're like, ah, the, the, the officiating crew maybe got a little flag happy. And, and they had maybe some legitimate gripes about that. Not a conspiracy, just a fact. There, and and that's you know, there's certain trends with certain crews. But to his point, Cowboys lead the league in penalties, one twenty-seven, and second in yards, or they're up there in yards. Not second, but they're up there in yards. And that's a trend. That's not, oh, they're against us yeah. or whatever. That and and I, I think Mike has spoken to this, the holdings and stuff like that. Subjective to a certain degree, you know, Uh, but like Connor Williams, you can develop a reputation for that and that can hurt you. The pre-snap stuff is what they got to eliminate. You can't get false starts, you can't get all that stuff, and all of a sudden Dak's in in second and 15, stuff like that. That is not going to help you against this this pass rush, which is quite good. I was looking for who the actual officiating crew is. I think they've already decided. It's Alex Kemp. Alex Kemp, eighth season, fourth as a referee. That's not one of the playoff or not one of the previous referee crews that had given you trouble, I believe. They're all star crews now, by the way. Yeah, this is like best of the best. So yeah, hopefully, that's a good point, Chris. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so. Hopefully that plays a factor into it. If you were to say anything about the referees, but how big of a factor could penalties play in a game like that? Whenever everything's on the line, it's huge. I mean, that you would you would hate yourself. <laughs> for the rest of your life, if you get to this get to this level of play and have this this opportunity for a four game stretch to walk away with the the most monumental thing achievement in your life aside from probably getting married or having a kid, and you go out there and you know that you're the one to to hurt your team's ability to move on because of penalties, whether that happens at the end of a game, whether it happens in the beginning of the game, and you're in field goal range, and all of a sudden you commit a penalty that now puts you out of field goal range and you leave point, you take points off the board. Or maybe it was third down, third and short, and all of a sudden you have a holding penalty, and now it's third and long, and now you're, fair, you're, you're punting the ball. Those things kill you. Our third down percentage, the games that we have lost, our third down uh, percentage has been trash. 
has been four for 13, has been three for 11, whatever it's been. It's been awful. Those are the things that kill you offensively. Defensively, the teams that you're going to face in the NFC, these offenses, if you commit penalties and elongate their, their drives, you will hate yourself. You can't give them second chances. Get off the field on defense and score points on offense. Penalties obviously hurt your chances on both ends of the, of the spectrum. Nobody wants to be that guy. No, man. you don't. So if no. you don't want to be that guy, don't be that guy. But you just can't have a repeat of the Arizona game. Yep. Uh, those games where you you had opportunities yeah. in the running game to be called back through hold. And, I mean, that was that's your ball game right there. Those, those third down penalties is what cost it. And so, look, I, I just – you go back through all of our losses and look at the way we were penalized in those games and you could come away and say, look, man, you might have had an opportunity to help yourself had you not done that. But that's all ifs and maybes. But right now at this point, like you said, you just don't want to be that guy. They've yep. had, and they've defensively, they've had some personal foul penalties. Donovan Wilson hit Minshew in the head the other mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. But it's a fine line to walk if you're Dan Quinn because you want this defense playing fast and physical and getting after it, and that's been their calling card this year. So it's a fine line to walk. You don't want them to lose their aggressiveness. And special teams. Special I, don't, teams. I don't want to leave out special teams. Yep. Special teams will – I don't know about our games. Special teams will decide – a team's ability to move on in these playoffs, I guarantee. Oh God, guarantee. <laughs> oh no, always. Is. Oh good. I'm just, I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing Zerline's kick being teed up. I'm just oh. not. Well, I'm talking about a special teams penalty. That's oh, what I refer okay. to. Not, like, not, not necessarily the field goal, uh, Mager, Mager. I had we, probably we have our own stressors in terms of that. Me say, that'll probably right happen. Too. But in terms, some of the things that we saw earlier in the season, right, and making sure that you're not roughing the passer, I mean, roughing the kicker, yeah. making sure that you're on size, you're not jumping right. offside, not like holding, those things that can, the back. those things that can take a team from trying to you know kick a field goal, to all of a sudden now they're they're under center again. Yeah. Like that, those things will kill you in this game. So special teams, all those guys that are depth guys, they have to be on high alert as well. Yep. Can't be over aggressive, and it does. It gives us the bubble guts as they're back again for playoff time. Just in time for the playoff. (laughs) All right, Steve, we're going to get to you on the other side of the break. Let's go ahead and step aside. When we come back on Talking Cowboys, we wrap things up and continue taking your calls here on this Talking Tuesday. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor on Talking Cowboys. It's a playoff edition of Talking Tuesday. You can see Rob Phillips' reaction there. Isaiah Stanback with a great read. Heckma Harrison, Chris Beam, Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us here on this Tuesday. We've got some fun all week long. By the way, uh, Friday, since we're we're done with like the pickums for the season for the regular season, I don't want to end it just yet. I'm gonna bring a bracket to the the table so on Friday. Every round <laughs> that you pick right, so the first round will be one point, wild card round will be one point, divisional round will be two points, championship will be four points, uh-huh. and then if you pick the Super Bowl champion right. Then you would get eight points. So there is a chance to catch up oh, and to make it happen. My window. All right, Lloyd. so there you go. So I'm going to bring that to the table on Friday to have some fun with our pickums. How about that? Who's in first right now? Definitely me. Dang. By like seven games. Okay, because yeah. All right, then it's fair. Yeah. If one of us were in first, it's like, oh, yeah, no, want I'm back in this thing. Yeah, huh? no, I'm okay. trying to get you back in this thing. All right. Uh, actually, yeah. I am up by, yeah, I'm up by seven games on Heckma, who's in second place. Ooh. Yeah. You sure you want to give Heckma a chance? Yeah, I'll be looking right. like Debo over there right now. Yeah, you about to kick the door down. <laughs> nah, no, nah, you, you got it. it. <laughs> Are you conceding victory? Oh, no, oh, never. Oh, okay, you kind of sounded he, like it. He said he it has first like place. Said, he said he, he has said, first place by seven games. I'm like, you got it. Yeah. He's the one yeah. that's picking. He's the one okay. that's counting the game. So okay. I mean, you, yeah. you say he's looking over his shoulder. Uh, he better be. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying, okay. it's that one of those deals where, you know, he hey, is definitely he, doctoring. That's not yeah, true. Go back and it. check them all. Yeah, Go he, back and check them all. Every single one of them. He's a stir fry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got, what do we he get? Said, he's Pokemon out here. He said, yeah, you got to catch them all, but you got to check them all. <laughs> what, what, do we, uh, what do we get on this show? Like 100,000 listeners a week, and not one of them has has said that I've doctored anything. So. I don't know. Oh. Guy I'm just Beery saying. Over here just I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I'm cooking. I don't think I'm cooking <laughs> chef. anything up. Chef, actually. Cooking anything up. I, I did the pickums last year, and I finished them last. Okay. Yeah. Kyle's Grocery Games. I'm just all saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve in New York, you've been waiting patiently Steve, Steve. on the phone. You're back on Talking Cowboys. How's it going, Steve? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's, what's up, Steve? Up, we got a lot of hey, New York guys. Um, Isaiah kind of hit on what I was going to ask you. Based on uh, Zero Line struggles, do you think that um, it's going to impact McCarthy? Some of his decisions, maybe if it gets like a fourth and two or something in that mid-range 35 to 45 yards. Uh, field goal. Do you think um, yeah, maybe he'll go for it in any of those situations? That's a, that's a heck of a question, Steve. <laughs> I I want to say you can't do it. I want to say, you know, heck, but there's a saying back in the hood, scared money don't make money. Mm-hmm. And you have Damn. to give him an opportunity See? to prove who he was. 
You have to give him that opportunity. Steve because, just spoke it into existence. Yeah, yeah. It, because if you go back, if, if you go into this game and you show that you don't have confidence in your kicker, it's done. He's, he's mentally, mentally he's screwed. I don't care how many kicks he's made. You have to show that you have confidence in him. You have to give him that opportunity. Now, if he proves you wrong, then you adjust. Yeah. But I think initially you have to come out and say, hey, as soon as we cross the 40, get Greg, get your butt out there. Let's go. So I didn't get to hear Jerry this morning, but he was asked about Greg Zerline. He said, this is from Jean Michaud, his struggles have absolutely, quote, absolutely altered the game plan. He's a sound kicker, experienced kicker. Our guys are all sensitive about how to approach the game. I don't. They're very aggressive anyway on fourth down, so I don't yes. know how much of it is they don't trust the kicker as opposed to Mike McCarthy. But just Jay has got to go into the game plan. Oh, if you well, have, th- yeah. That's got to be a part of it. And just what Steve just said, man, we get to the 35-yard line, and here we are, we, we, three points. You, you drive, you do everything you possibly can, and you send Zerline Zer out there. And you, he hooks your, left. Where's your confidence level? Like where? I want to see everybody in Cowboys Nation's heart rate at that moment. Uh, what is it? Does, does it go from like a sixty to like a ninety-five? It's got to get that Apple Watch out and, and just the, like sees it skyrocket. Can you guys send that in when the playoff? Let's do that, okay? What? Hey, everybody out there in Cowboys Nation, if you guys have so prior to the kick, prior to the kick, I want you guys to take to take your pulse, okay? Whether that's on your whatever device you have, and then by the time he kicks it, I want everybody to to go ahead and dial it in, send it on Twitter. What was your your beats per minute by the time they start like kicking? You don't know what kind of partying people are doing. So you just. <laughs> look at Aaron, the analytics. Look at, after after you don't convert on third down, and you look at your watch, yes. and you have the beat, yes. beats per minute. Yes, and then as soon as the ball's in the air, but you don't know what the yeah. the, the result yeah. is, yes. look at it look again. At the end. <laughs> that is <laughs> please do it. That I want to see this Cowboys Nation. We need right this there, media squad. Hey, whoever's uh, up there dialing this <laughs> stuff in, please keep a track. Oh I need to see God. this. Have like an NFL next gen stats on fan heartbeats. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Heck was already coming. Heck was. Boo! And so, you know, that when I had a Fitbit, I broke my Fitbit. We were able to track each other's heart rate. So my wife would definitely be like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's going on at 5 a.m.? I'm walking. <laughs> There's a funny story about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I say it's done. (laughs) You do realize that happened to Jane Slater. Yeah, Jane talked about that. What do you mean? That happened to Jane Slater. She had, they, her and her, like, significant other had bought each other Fitbits, and he was having, like, spikes at, like, 3 a.m. Oh, no, no, no. You said you're going to lunch, huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's how he caught it. You must. They were jacking each other. <laughs> They're what? What kind of hot sauce you got? They were tracking each other. They're tracking all their performance together. Oh, okay. oh, he was having spikes at like 3 a.m. and when he every, wasn't around. Every, all of our listeners, all our male listeners are about to give Fitbits and Apple Watches for the next one. No, yeah, that, so was, that wasn't what I meant. See, oh, God. Unbelievable. Oh, I'm goodness. definitely going upstairs and talking to Miss Nikki after this. I'm definitely going to. Oh, jeez. Uh, Mike in Iowa, you're on Talking oh, that's, Cowboys. That's please. not an ender? No. Oh, okay. no, no, I wanted, uh, this is the last one. Mike in Iowa, please get us back on track. How's it going? Oh, my God. Okay, I'll get you back on track. Cowboy Nation and everybody there, when these guys, I'm really pumped up. When they get on that field and get in that huddle, they need to dedicate this one. 
to John Madden. Mm. Boom! Let's Pass go. it on, Cowboy Nation. Just for John Madden. Let's Boom! Go. See you guys later. Bye bye. Thanks, for That's an answer. How about that? That's his Fitbit. Like. That was awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, his heart rate is through the roof. I love it. Yeah, dedicated to John Madden. I love it. I love that. Yes. Yeah, fantastic. And he had the energy like John did too in that phone call. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much from all the way out in Newton, Iowa. But that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. What a day it has been. We'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. We're previewing the San yeah, Francisco crazy. offense versus the Dallas defense. <laughs> what does Jimmy Garoppolo and company wow. have in store for Dan Quinn? <sighs> Kyle Shanahan versus Dan Quinn, former offensive coordinator of Dan's mm. out in Atlanta. We'll talk about that matchup. Coaching matchup, quarterbacks, running backs, what's going on? Happy birthday, John Nelson. Yes, yes. John Nelson. Good, good save there, heck. On top of things, one of our friends from across the pond. Hope you're feeling better, John. Yes, absolutely. But happy birthday. We usually give a, a birthday shout-out to John and great friend of the show as well. But that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. For Chris Bean, for Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long for Talking Cowboys. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,